Welcome to the show. I appreciate you tuning in. You're listening to Vote Your Conscience with Kevin Stolba. Before we get started, I just want to let you know we are on Instagram at underscore vote underscore your underscore conscience underscore. And a link to my personal social media accounts on Twitter and Instagram will be in the show notes as well. So in this episode, I wanted to go over something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And it's basically about people's conviction uh, to the things that they say. So, you know, a lot of people are ideological, but then when I see their actual actions in life, you know, they don't line up with their ideologies. So having the actual conviction to, you know, work towards your ideals. I mean, we're unlikely to achieve some ideal world, but we can work towards it. And I mean, the the reason I think most people don't have the conviction to, you know, stand by the things that they say they care about um, is basically because it's so difficult to even see how we could have an impact. So, you know, I, I do understand that. And I'm not just blaming people uh, flat out for, you know, not trying to move towards the things that they want. And when I'm talking about ideological positions that people hold and they talk about all the time. I mean, people talk about, you know, how there's too much money in politics and the, you know, evil corporations are controlling our government. And that makes it so that our government is focused more on what, you know, rich billionaires want and what industry wants over what the individuals in this country want. So uh, I tend to agree with that. But you know, if we're not going to do anything about it and we're just going to keep voting the same way and using our money the same way and then, you know, just feeling helpless about it, I mean, what is the point of really discussing it? Uh, It's good to get a message out, but if we're not acting on those things in our own lives, I mean, why would other people, you know, join in? And individually, we're never going to, you know, get money out of politics or get any type of power over the larger corporations. So that's why I just wanted to go over, uh, you know, having more conviction and, you know, saying what you mean as well. Um, So there, because I believe that there are ways for us to impact, you know, uh, the bigger picture and it's going to be difficult And I'm not sure that we'll ever achieve it. I'm not sure that what I'm trying to do will help that much. But I am trying to put actions to my words. So, you know, one of the things is that I used to be living like this. My actions didn't meet my, uh, you know, ideologies. So I would talk a lot about how, uh, you know, the world could be better. But without me putting any action in towards actually making the world better. Now, it's not like I think I was some horrible person, but I just didn't see a way that I could have an impact or I thought that maybe my impact would be too small unless, you know, I could do something drastic. And when I finally figured out that at least my small, you know, impact is still pushing the world in a better direction, that's when, you know, my life really changed to the point where I I realized even me having a small impact is better than having no impact or a negative impact, which is what happens when we don't really do anything. So when when we're not, you know, pushing towards our, our ideals, 
there are other people that are working towards theirs. And if theirs are opposed to ours, just like, you know, the large corporations getting more power over the middle class or the poor, that goes against most people's, uh, you know, ideal world or how they wish that the world would function. Those people who are at the top, they're continuously working against us. So if if you're going to have an impact, you know, we need to be constantly working against them or working with some of them, at least, to try to use their power for good. Because it's not like there's just a bunch of rich people and they're just evil and horrible and want to keep resources away from middle class and poor people. Although there might be some that do think that way, uh, I don't think most of them think that way. And I think most rich people would prefer if there was a world with a lot less suffering. So, you know, being able to partner up with people who do have monetary resources uh, can be very important for us as well. So just what I wanted to cover, you know, is what is conviction? Why am I talking about it? You know, and conviction is just it's it's to have the follow through you know, to hold to your beliefs. So, you know, there's certain beliefs that I'm specifically referring to right now. And it's this is on more of an individual basis. And the thing is, I think most people just don't have much conviction to what their beliefs are. They're not living, you know, their beliefs either. And I think that's one of the reasons why mental health problems are so rampant and depression uh, is, you know, everywhere too. Because if you're not living your beliefs, then your mind is going to be opposed to what you're actually doing in your own life. So I see people, you know, not having the conviction to stand up for their beliefs, such as, you know, working for a corporation that they don't agree with, or, you know, uh, they say they care about the environment and they won't even, you know, do the basic recycling. So, uh, I mean, I see this kind of stuff all the time. You know, there's, there's in, in my life, I had a friend that, you know, voted for someone that they thought was a piece of shit just because they thought the other person was a bigger piece of shit. You know, they literally told me and they weren't even going to vote. Um, and me and my partner took them to the polls that day and they still voted you know, for one of the two main candidates, even though they never voted in their life before. And they just said it was just because they wanted the other person so badly to not be, uh, you know, governor of my state. It was a race between uh, Gretchen Whitmer and Bill Schuette, uh back a few years. So they voted anyway for a person that they did not like just to get someone who they didn't like even more. And I think that that's one of the main reasons that we're in this problem right now. I mean, you know, if you have the conviction, you would want to, you know, the conviction to have good rulers in place, okay? Good, you know, members serving as a governor or a House of Representatives member or as president. You wouldn't vote for someone that you don't think is good for the position, even if you know that the other person's going to lose. So, you know, I've went over this a million times in past episodes, but that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about, you know, where people just don't have the conviction, uh, their fear just gets in the way, and that's what we discussed a lot on last episode, um, but 
they just can't stick to it. And most people would just argue they're too stressed out. Life's too hard. But, you know, realistically, if you live in an America, life can be stressful. But we have a lot of opportunity here. I mean, we have people, you know, the poorest people in America, most of them still have some form of entertainment, television, video games, you know, uh, people have smartphones, you know, and they can barely afford the rent, but they have a smartphone. So there is a lot of opportunity in this world in America. We have, you know, people that are saying that they're working too hard, but, you know, they work at Kroger. I mean, I see it on, you know, the Nextdoor app all the time. And they're talking about being worked to death at Kroger. Now, I can see the people working at Kroger. I'm not saying it's not hard to just work a 40-hour shift, you know, uh, not shift, but, you know, work week. Of course, you're going to be tired, but that's what work is. You're, you know, you're not supposed to just feel good all day and then you're never tired or anything, you know, and there's zero obstacles in life. Life's never been like that. And most likely it'll never be like that, you know, unless we're all uploaded into computers or something. So, you know, I think that people have just had it really easy. And that's kind of why other things, you know, things that are easy are seeming harder and harder. Because, you know, as people's bodies get, you know, fatter or weaker, every action becomes more difficult. You know, it's the same thing I was thinking about, uh, how I was being lazy one day um, recently and I was laying on the couch for a long time and you know my back was just hurting a lot more than it normally would and it's because I wasn't moving as much as I normally do so you know people think they can't do the exercise or you know the stretching or whatever because they're in pain but a lot of times that pain is caused by not moving your body. Our bodies are designed to move. So, you know, this is just one thing. I just see the lack of conviction to take care of our own bodies, you know, take care of our health. Get a job that is meaningful to you. And people might just say there's no opportunity for that. If that is the case, then we need more people to start companies and make those opportunities, not just give in and just say, it's too hard. Let's just let the assholes at the top rule and they get to make all the decisions. And my life is just, you know, completely fucked if they want it to be, you know, maybe they'll make good choices for me and I'll have a good life. Um, that's not how I operate. That's not how I wish other people operated either. You know, I have a company and people work for me. And I actually care about them. I spend a lot of my time trying to, you know, make sure that I am doing a good job, that I'm being a good boss, a good leader, a good owner of this company so that my employees can have a good job. They can have decent lives. You know, I don't treat them horribly, you know, or meanly. And, you know, we donate to charity. I want to actually help the world with, with what our company does. Uh, I actually care about our customers, you know, and everyone in this community. So I want more people to be acting like this instead of just complaining that, you know, we can't do anything about these problems. If more people had conviction to their beliefs, 
you know, about how politics should be run, how corporations should be run, you know, how how our society should operate. And then they actually acted upon those. We would be in a much better position. We would be in a position where there's a lot of companies that actually care about their employees, the environment and the country or community, you know, that they're in. And we would have politicians that actually care. We would have, you know, more nonprofits possibly. Maybe the programs that the government um, does have, like welfare and Medicaid, Medicare, Social Security, maybe they would function better and not be underfunded because of the other, you know, billions and trillions of dollars that go to just giant corporations in the form of grants and subsidies and bailouts where they claim, you know, those trickle-down economics type of things where the corporations need to, you know, stick around, they need to be held up, and then they can take care of more employees. Well, you know, we know that doesn't work, and that's not just the Democrats or the Republicans that do this. This is all the time. Um, you know, they, they give billions of dollars and trillions of dollars under it, it doesn't matter if it's a Democrat or Republican president or Congress. It's, you know, every single administration um, since Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Obama and Bush. It just you just keep going back. Just look at it. They have been benefiting the upper class forever. And that's just a product of the upper class has more power. They're more motivated. They're willing to do more. You know, a lot of the people in the middle and the lower classes, they're just not willing to put in as much effort. Um, and it might be because, you know, they're not psychopaths. I mean, I, I believe that a lot of the most powerful people in the world are literal psychopaths or sociopaths that are only out for themselves. And it benefits them greatly because they can put all their time and effort into just trying to get what they want. Whereas most people they don't want bad things for other people. So they're not willing to put other people in harm's way. They're not willing to, <clears throat> you know, put in the effort in their own life because they do want, you know, nice things for their family and their friends. You know, they want to hang out with friends. They want to, they want to relax. They want relaxing in their life. They don't want their entire life to be about accomplishing goals or, you know, getting more shit or like taking power over, you know, uh, from people and getting it for themselves. That's not how most people operate. So the people who do operate that way have a massive advantage. And that's why we need more regular people to realize that they're not just regular people. They're the same as, you know, the people who are accomplishing a lot. They, they're just doing a little bit more than everybody else, you know. So the people who are building big companies, the people who are, you know, getting high up in politics they're just putting in a little bit more effort than everybody else. And um, a lot of people might think that the people who are running, you know, a big company or something might have just gotten lucky. Most of them have just put in a lot more effort or not even like physical effort. It's not like labor is what, you know, gets you there, but mental effort and just time effort as well. They're just willing to, you know, maybe they did have a job. And then they worked 40 hours a week, just like, you know, any other person. But then when they came home, they worked an extra two hours that day on their own business or whatever. Just that little extra effort 
it's difficult to do, so most people won't do it. The same thing goes for all the other things I pointed out, like environmentalism. Most people, you know, it's really easy to say, oh, we're destroying the planet. We need to do something about it. But who's going to do something about it? The governments? The governments already haven't done anything about it. So it's only been getting worse and worse. People have been trying to protect the environment, you know, for 100 years. And it's still getting worse. Uh, And I'm not just talking about carbon dioxide in the atmosphere because I don't think that's the biggest problem. I think there being plastic everywhere is a lot bigger issue than carbon dioxide in the air. But most people won't simply put in the effort to just follow proper recycling protocols because it is extra effort. It takes an extra 5 or 10 or 15 minutes even a day to recycle things properly instead of just throwing everything in the garbage. You know, it's it's the same thing. I just saw last night there was these plastic plants planted in like a strip mall right in front of a UPS store next to like a tropical smoothie. And it's plastic plants planted into the curbside in soil and mulch. I mean, you know, who came up with this idea? It doesn't even make sense. You're just putting plastic plants. Plants literally absorb carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere. So putting plastic plants, you know, they're putting effort into creating plastic plants, shipping plastic plants, and then planting plastic plants. All that effort could have been, went into planting seeds or growing, you know, small shrubs that are actually a benefit to the environment in the middle of a concrete strip mall. Instead, they put in plastic plants. Now, I don't know what these people's ideals are, whoever was doing this, but I'm just, you know, pointing out one thing that effort is going into these very weird directions that don't benefit us like that. And a lot of people just walk around and don't care. You know, they claim that they care if you talk to them. They want a good environment. Of course they do. They're a human and we need to breathe clean air and drink clean water and eat clean food. Um, So we all love the environment. If you're a human, the environment is important to you because you need it to survive. So, of course, people will say they care, but then their actions completely don't align with that, you know, and I'm not perfect in this regard, not even close. I consume plastic goods, you know, I buy things that are made of plastic. I eat out food and they give me plastic bags. I grocery shop. I try to use the paper bags more often, but a lot of times you need or what they have is plastic bags. So, um, you know, those are the options, but you can recycle plastic bags. You can take them back to the grocery store and recycle them. There's, you know, toothbrushes. Most people just throw them away. Well, there's an option, um, to recycle toothbrushes. There's there's options to recycle all sorts of things that you wouldn't think of that most people will just throw away not even thinking about it. Like it just doesn't matter. And that's one of the things people aren't willing to do. They're not willing to put in the effort to, you know, spend those 5 minutes a day to split up the recycling. Because everything can't just go in your recycle bin in America. Uh you know, I heard that in Europe, they have a bunch of different bins, you know, on the road instead of just a recycling and a trash can or in a lot of cities in America, just a trash can, literally. Um, but in a lot of European cities, there's like five different bins for all sorts of different things, paper, plastic, metal, and then garbage. So, 
you know, this is the same thing in your house. If you want to care about the environment or you do actually care about the environment, you need to take the extra five or 10 minutes to actually protect it. Our recycling programs aren't perfect, but if we won't even do them properly, then, you know, what is the point of them? Um, so that's one of the same things, you know, where a ton of people will say how much they care and they will constantly say that our governments need to do something about it, you know, and we need to make more climate accords and all this different stuff and legislation, but even just individuals won't do it. Why would you think that big corporations would, you know, take care of the environment if individuals won't? So I'm running out of time here, but basically my main point, you know, for the day is to either leave your ideals behind or do something about them. I mean, I would prefer if you did something about them, but when people are just talking about the problems and won't work in their own lives towards these solutions or work with other people, you know, or put in any extra effort towards solving them and expect the government to just do it. It's not helping. It's just complaining and it's demoralizing to other people in our society. It is, you know, it's making other people negative about it as well. It made me super negative about it. I thought that we were screwed, you know, when I was a teenager. So I didn't give a shit about anything. I mean, it's not like I I didn't care, but I thought that there was no options for us. I didn't think that there was anything that we could do. It was just complete corruption, which I think that it is, but I think that we can do something about it if we don't just completely ignore it and then just complain about it all the time, you know, um, and that's one of the main problems. And that, that goes super deep into, you know, the psychology of our, uh, well, our whole species, but our societies as well. The society that we live in currently doesn't really, you know, push that much of how many options you have. So I believe we're, we're living in America. I mean, we have more options than most people in other countries to start our own businesses and to vote for who we want and, you know, actually build the things that would be good for our country. So if people would just, you know, wake up and, start realizing the power that they have in their own lives to help this change happen. I mean, that's, you know, that's why I'm trying to do this podcast. That's why I have my own business because I want to do good in this world. So the main thing is, you know, I don't care if you actually care or not. I mean, I want you to, but if you don't care, you know, just, just say it, just say, you don't have time for that. You, you know, which that's an excuse too, but, you know, just, just say, you know, I'm worried about myself and my family and my friends and that's it. Okay. You know, I, I'm not going to spend my time being worried about politics and society and the environment. I'm just living my life. So if that's the way you feel, that's fine. Just admit that then, you know, and if you feel deep down that you actually do care and that's not you. You know, and maybe you're not living your life like you do actually care in your actions. Start taking action, even just small actions to help out. Volunteer somewhere, you know, start recycling properly. Start making choices, you know, to stand up for yourself in your workplace or something. There's there's like a million different ways that we can have small impacts to push the world in the right direction. 
And if we start making these, you know, better choices in our own lives and working together, then we can actually, you know, start achieving some of the things that we really want. That's all the time I have for today. I'll leave you like I always leave you with a message of unity. When you're having discussions out there with your family and friends, just remember that they probably want the same things as you. They might just have a different opinion on how to get there. You know, we all want similar things with, uh, you know, better education, better economic situations, and we all just have a lot of different ideas. Of course, we're different people. So keep that in mind when you're having political discussions and with your dollars and in your own life and at the polls. Remember to always vote your conscience.